Hey there, welcome to the Hot Slice Podcast. This is the podcast by Pizza Today Magazine, talking to pizzeria professionals from all over the country. And today we have a very special guest, Joe Carlucci, who just made history in the International Pizza Challenge. Hello, Joe. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, I am I am well. And I tell you what, uh, so if you don't know, Joe won not only his division, but he took Pizza Maker of the Year. And he had already won a division the previous year. So he made history. It was amazing. But there's something you, you did. <laughs> you did is you uh, you had a speech and you made me cry. I think you had half of the audience crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it was so touching. You know, tell me about that win and that moment of just it, when it all came together. Um, you know, it's something you, you know, competing, obviously you always want to win. And, you know, I always said, you know, I, I never thought I was good enough to get there and to win and be up there. And I've watched Tony and Derek and so many others get up there and win. And last year winning it, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, coming so close last year to pizza maker of the year mm-hmm. and then coming back this year, um, my my journey is is probably like others or unlike others. Um, I failed more times than I succeeded, and you know when you're young and from New York, you're arrogant and think you know everything, and you know you're kind of like tunnel vision that you yeah. know everything, and um, you get humbled, and you grow. And um, pizza, uh, the Pizza Expo helps you grow, meeting people, and I just feel like it's it's it would be short of me, less of me to thank the people that helped me get to where I was because I wouldn't be where I was without the world mm-hmm. peach champions, Tony Gemignani and all the competitors over the years where it was Paul Cataldo, Michael mm-hmm. LaMarca, you know, competing and growing and uh, the camaraderie. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're not in the same city or the same state and you can get ideas. I mean, yeah, I, I just feel like that day my pizza was the best, but, I still don't consider myself the best in the world that that day, that moment, that minute, Mm -hmm. that second, everything went right for me. And, you know, in the beginning, when you lose, you're like, do I really suck? You know, but (laughs) take, take someone like, um, how many places that have been around for 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. you can't define your career on winning or losing for your business. You you can't, you know, and and I don't, you know, um, but it is, it, it makes everything that I've went through from failing and closing three stores to bankruptcy to, you know, almost losing my house to hiding my car, you know, having a pizza yeah. truck sell one pizza in Mississippi. It all makes it worthwhile. You do it for the love. You do it for the passion. It's not about the money. It's yeah. about the passion. It's about the people. And I just felt it was, you know, you have to give thanks and you have to look back and go, you wouldn't have made it to where you are if you didn't thank the people and appreciate the people that helped you get there. And I, I just, you know, this win wasn't for me. It was for all the people that believed in me and for my mm-hmm. staff, Absolutely. you know, because I'm not just a pizza guy here. They know that I'm a little more serious about it, a little nerdy about it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, It's only pizza. And I'm like, it's pizza for life. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, and um, you know, we had kind of talked about this, that, um, you know, when I first started at Pizza Today, like within the first couple of years, I came to one of your previous uh, pizzerias. Um, and so kind of 
Can you talk about that journey that you've taken in your career where you've you've kind of had those ups and downs and it's kind of led you to great success now? Sure. I think uh, when I first moved from the South, everybody thought it was Gordon Ramsay on steroids. You know, I had that New York kind of attitude. Not that I lose that New York hardworking attitude, but at mm-hmm. the same time, I think I was just immature, young, mm-hmm. um, and you think sometimes in this industry, you think everybody's out to get you or you think that, you know, when somebody wins, they win again or it's fixed or it's this, Yeah. you know, what, what competitions or competing or whatever it is in business, people are getting, why are they getting all this luck? Why are they getting all the success? Mm-hmm. And I, I think in my younger years, I was very, very uh, immature, insecure with mm-hmm. myself because we all have weaknesses. And, yeah. you know, I think, I let my weaknesses take over my strengths. And yeah. I think as I grew in the industry, going to Pizza Expo every year, mm-hmm. leaning on people that I've never met and making friends and competing and not winning mm-hmm. and, and learning from their success and their failures and trading going, hey, you're not the only one in this hole by yourself. This is this is a lot of industry people that go through this. They all have struggles. We all fail in some way. It's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get up. I always tell my daughter that, you know, don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. I don't care if you fail. I tell the kids that work for me, I want you to make a million mistakes here. I just don't want you to make the same mistake a million times. Learn from it and and grow. And I think being open-minded, finding God helped me get grounded and humbled Mm -hmm. me. Losing my losing businesses, thinking, you know, hey, you're the best. And then, you know, you get humbled and appreciating, appreciating people, appreciating my staff, appreciating what the Pizza Expo did for me the last 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. You know, I think every day we get up, we can learn from each other, you know, and I truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. That day, that minute, that second, I was the best in the world, but that doesn't mean tomorrow I am. That doesn't mean my pizza is better than anybody else. It just means everything lined up for me. And I I just feel that way. I I don't think I should walk around popping my chest just because I won best in the world. I just don't, I I'd rather give the credit to my staff, to Tony, Mm -hmm. to the world pizza champions. There's a lot more people out there that are a lot smarter and Mm -hmm. a lot more uh, advanced than what I do. And, you know, I was, everything came to a tuition that day for me. But, you know, there is there is a big part of taking it serious when you Mm -hmm. compete, you know, I mean, I I won't give you all the secrets, but I rented a a separate hotel room for my dough. Like, let's just go that far, like like psychotic. That's how I I get. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do to win sometimes. What what made this these pizzas? Because you you actually had to make two, correct? You had to make uh, the one for the competition and the one for the maker of the year. Um, yes. you know, what were those, what were those pizzas and, you know, how did, how did you really make them stand out? Okay. So I won traditional last year, so I wanted to mm-hmm. hit another division mm-hmm. and about seven years ago, um, I had done a lobster kind of scampi pizza mm-hmm. and, uh, at the last minute I put some raw steak on it to cook in the oven. And I remember Glenn Sabowski coming out to me like yeah. just in general just talking yeah he's like he's like man i had a really good pizza and this guy screwed it up he, he said something else but i won't repeat that and i said <laughs> what did they do and he looked at me and he said was that you I said, he said 
why do you listen to other people? He said, why don't you believe in yourself? You're great at what you do. And I said, I just don't have that confidence. I'm insecure. I, I always think, I always look for someone's approval or opinion or something. I'm never mm-hmm. satisfied with myself because I just, I struggle with that every day. Mm-hmm. So I knew this pizza was either going to be dead last yeah. or first. And yeah. I called Carmine Test, a good friend of mine. And he said, Ugh. he said, that's a gamble. He said, and he said exactly what I was thinking. You're either going to yeah. kill it or you're going to just forget about it. Yeah. So I wanted to do something just like outside the box. Yeah. Um, and I called, you know, a couple other people on my team and they said, okay, let's elaborate on this. Let's get, let's get, you got to do more than yeah. just the lobster and the crab meat and where are you going to get it from? There's nowhere in the South. You're going to get it from Maine ship. You're going to get it from Vegas. Like you got to get yeah. top notch. And then what are you going to add to that? So I study the brain a lot mm-hmm. and how the brain reacts to the first bite. Oh Yeah. So uh, Derek Sanchez always helped me, uh, taught me oh, that. Oh, the scientist. Like how, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely. So talking with him, um, talking with him gave me some ideas. And I, I said, like, it's either going to be a home run or it's going to be a strikeout. But mm-hmm. I didn't get here to worry about if it's going to be a strikeout. I, I can't yeah. think that, you know. Yeah. So when I did it, um, I, I knew my dough would be, a top notch because I take the dough 100% on another level. So I wasn't worried about that. And I knew the flavors kicked. I just, when you're making it, it's, it's funny. It took me 35 minutes to make one pizza, but yet in my store, I wouldn't have a customer doing that. No, uh, not at all. Right. So I had yeah. my staff help me a lot and I had customers taste it. And a lot of people were like lobster on a pizza. I'm like, it's, it's bread. It's, you could put any dish on pizza. It's non-traditional. Yeah. So yeah. the mindset of people were kind of like, uh oh, what are you doing? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But I know going to the competitions, when it's not traditional, you've seen I've seen some amazing pizzas mm-hmm. that Absolutely. you would not think of, you know, whether it's, you know, octopus, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've seen duck. I mean, you can anything. If oh, you yeah. combine combinations correct, anything will taste great on pizza. So well, I did that and when I got the call. Because uh, last year, Michael LaMarca had called me mm-hmm. and he said, you won. So kidding around, I said, you better call me this year. And I know. Wednesday I was night- there when he called. <laughs> oh, you were? Okay. So so Wednesday night, I was at the – and I was checking my phone at like 7 yeah. o'clock because it was like the, the same thing. Yeah, I was checking the time, checking the time. Yeah. And then for some reason, I just like forgot about it. And uh, my phone rings and it's FaceTime Michael. And I'm like – he's like, Joe. He's like, you did it again. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I won, I won the South. That's what I said. I'm yeah. Like, don't, don't mess with me. And he's like, no, I can't believe it either. I said, yeah. oh, thanks, Mike. Um, That's awesome. So, he, he called me first because he's like, Denise, can I call him? Can I release it? Can I call him? I was like, I was like, I already put it up on social. Do it. <laughs> so I, it I couldn't awesome. believe it. I was in tears. The first person I called was my daughter. Oh. And just to show you and tell you about the camaraderie. Mm-hmm at the expo is I was walking around stage behind it, going over to talk to Paul Cantalda and his two daughters because we had talked earlier and one of them had won. Yeah. And they sprinted both of them and gave me the biggest bear hug that I thought the two girls were going to break my back. They were in tears. That's amazing. They were so happy for me. Yeah. It was, 
amazing. I mean, he's got yeah. like the most amazing family and kids and oh, they were sure. so happy for me. And that's one of them I had beaten and they, they yeah, they're care. competitors. Yeah. 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 So, she, I think she took third first or yes. Yeah, one she, took first took, and then one took one first. Took, one took third. Yeah. Yes. That's a, they're, so, they're fierce. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, think about it this way. And I, I wanted to say something in the speech, but I've been competing for 30 years. Uh-huh. This kid comes along. Yeah. I'm glad I got the win and got out of it. I'm glad <laughs> I don't have to compete anymore other than best of the best. I mean, these kids are coming up strong. I mean, 18 they years are. old winning them. That's huge. Yeah. That's crazy. We're seeing so first time competitors win. Right? Like, it's crazy. It it, I'm glad I got, I'm done. I wanted to win another division next year, but now I'm good. I'm good. I'll do best of the best and we'll see what happens with that. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. Yeah. Um, so when the um, the pizza maker of the year came up, I was sitting with Andrew Scudero from Goodfellows. Yeah. And we are just sitting there with one of my workers uh, and we are going through scenarios of what it could be. Yeah. I'm like, because if they don't know, it's a mystery. There's always a mystery ingredient that everyone has to incorporate. Yes. There's one mystery ingredient. So I'm like freaking out. Yeah. Here I am making pizza for 30 years. And I remember I talked to Tony Gemignani last year. Mm-hmm. And I said, he said, what are you nervous for? You do this every day. You already won. I said, yeah, but I don't know what to do if it's a certain ingredient. Mm-hmm. He goes, best advice he ever gave me. He goes, just think of a dish that you eat and make it into a pizza. That's exactly what he said. He said, yeah. whatever you could... Um, Whatever you can uh, match with that ingredients is mm-hmm. blended into making a pizza. So I said, okay. So this year, I remember what Tony said last year. I'm uh-huh. going through every scenario with Andrew, and then it's time to go. And um, it was regatta. So yeah. I, I already know my my mistakes from last year in the sense mm-hmm. of what I could have done better. Yeah. Even though it was the same exact topping that got me to trish- traditional because it was sausage, and I thought yeah. it was a home run. Yeah. So. I said, I don't want to just put regatta on it. I want to do something out of the box. So I did a pepidou honey regatta puree. Oh, my gosh. I thought it – and then I took sausage, and they didn't have any spicy, and I took some supersod, and I mixed it with the sausage to make it sweet and spicy. Oh, wow. So I did that, and then I added – I couldn't find arugula. I was all over the place. And those guys are great when they have a helper. They're all looking for stuff and helping you. Uh, so I did a um, spinach chiffonade with a little black pepper and olive oil. I made it very simple and sweet. One of the judges last year, Donatello, after mm-hmm. the competition was over, she was just giving me some insight of how she judges and how she thinks it should be. And I always thought this. And she's like, yeah. simple and stupid. She's like, simple and stupid, Joe. She yeah. said, Make it simple. Make your dough shine. So everything that people have told me, whether it's Donatello, Tony, Glenn, mm-hmm. believe in yourself, I put it all together. I said, I, I know Pepidus. I work with them yeah. a lot. Yeah. And let me make it simple, not three, four toppings, five toppings. Mm-hmm. And let's let the dough shine. And it, luckily enough, it, it 
it worked out for me. That's amazing. So let's talk about your restaurant now. Um, Valentina's, you know, are you, uh, did you, A, did you put either one of those pizzas on your menu after the win? Uh, Pizza maker of the Pizza maker of the year is only dining. I talked to Paul Cotaldo about that so they can get the feel and the taste of it and the experience. And we are working on a special night for the lobster. Oh, that's cool. Now, what's happened since, you know, what's happened at your restaurant? You know, have you have you seen, you know, spike in sales? Have you got new people coming into the restaurant? Like like what's the what's what happens after you win such a big uh, title? You know, I'm sure you know this. Pizza is is different than any other food. It's not like yeah. barbecue or burgers. There are peop- there are pizza snobs. There are pizza uh, yeah. cults where people will drive an hour, two hours for a pizza. Like literally, absolutely. Um, and we've had that experience here since winning again. Um, we've went up forty five to fifty percent in sales, oh, and we already went up last year. Yeah. We are at peaks Tuesday through Saturday. We're, we're, I think the Chick-fil-A model, we're only, uh, we're closed Sunday and Monday. Uh We're only open for dinner Mm -hmm. when, uh, other than Friday and Saturday, we open at 12, but we open at four, we close at eight. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first month we already broke last year's by 30% overall. And this month is just, it's starting. It's like a line out the door and it's not necessarily, they want the hour. We call it the hour town. Because yeah. it's the first uh, interview I did after mm-hmm. winning. It's an Our Town podcast. Oh, and, uh, cool. I, yeah, he's a local guy. He had me on when I won. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's for, I'd say it's for Our Town. Um, but it's, the, the press was um, a little rough in the beginning. But uh, with the help of Michael LaMarca and Jeremy, we, uh, we got through that. And I've actually got contacted by um, some big shows like the Today Show, Good Morning mm-hmm. America. So yeah. we're trying the you know best pizza in the world two years in a row, and in Alabama, everybody's throwing their heads around. Oh yeah, because you know Alabama, you don't think of Alabama when you think of places that have great pizza, but obviously you do. And I, you know, I had your pizza at your other spot, and you do make dynamite pizza. I mean, you're well, thank you're you. very it. very meticulous about that dough. I remember you know you walking me through your dough process, and it it was it was amazing. Um, you know, something I'd like to learn is, you know, when you get such an uptick in volume, um, how are you handling that, uh, you know, in the kitchen and and in operations? You know, wh- what shifts are you making to be able to accommodate, you know, the influx in volume? Well, lucky for us, we only do pizza. We are a Chick-fil-A okay. of pizza. Yeah. We do we do four styles of pizza. We mm-hmm. do some appetizers, calzones, and salads. We have nothing else on the menu. Yeah. Wow. Um, the only shift change that I had to make is we had to come in, myself and uh, some of my dough makers. Yeah. You know, earlier, like on Saturdays, I'll get here at 4 o'clock in the morning. Because mm-hmm. Saturday's the biggest day. Yeah. Um, anticipating the growth in a matter of weeks. Yeah. Uh, learning from last year's mistakes on the win to mm-hmm. knowing this year, uh, double staffing up on the help, whether it's mm-hmm. phones or servers or bartenders. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the, the staff is not overwhelmed We're we only seat 42 people inside and mm-hmm. we have a patio wow. that seats 50, but we are building a, a brand new brick and mortar that seats 150, yeah. like literally a quarter acre down. But 
we have a lot of to-go people now, mm-hmm. more than normal, maybe two or three extra girls to assist in that. And we do online ordering. Mm-hmm. So it takes off from the phone ringing like crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, yeah. Hey, yeah, that sounds like you've got the flow down. That's amazing. Well, um, I mean, it was a lot of trial and error. I didn't realize last year winning how big of an impact and then coming back and, and doing it again and pizza maker of the year on top of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I knew that whatever we did last year is we're going to crush it even more. So I just anticipated it. And I always my belief is it's easier to send people home than to call and beg for them to come in. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. So, so I, I. That's awesome. So let's talk about uh, your restaurant. Tell us give us a little brief overview of like a your style of pizza and, you know, and, and tell us a little bit of the story about how this specific restaurant came about. Sure. So we do uh, cauliflower crust, New York style, mm-hmm. grandma, Sicilian and Detroit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Kind of like amazing. going to chick. It's like going to Chick-fil-A, just getting a uh, grilled chicken or fried chicken. That's how I look at it. How many ovens do you have? I have a Marifornia 140 and a Pizza Master 933, which oh, we're going to upgrade in the new place. Yeah, nice. The pizza, yeah, the pizza master can handle a lot of volume. Absolutely. So my place is kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's cornfields next to a gas oh, wow. station. It was my commissary during uh, when I had my food truck. Okay. During COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a food truck. And when COVID hit, I always say COVID was the greatest year of my life um, because when the world shut down, food trucks just crazy we, i went to every subdivision yeah. in north alabama monday through <laughs> friday and in two months i saved fifty thousand dollars cash and this was my whole story this is it was just nothing in here it was a mixer mm-hmm. and a three-door cooler mm-hmm. and i gave it to god and i opened this place with a negative bank account personal negative wow. bank account, no money and I said, this is it for me. If I can't make it here, I'm done. And I had hundreds of people walk up to me on a Friday night and go, are you going to fail again? Are you going to make it here? I said, I don't know. And I'm literally in the middle of cornfield. It's strictly residential. Mm-hmm. And I just, I said, if it's going to work, it's going to work. I'll give it to God. I kept my mouth shut for once and my head down. <laughs> and um, we had built a patio. I, I spent yeah. a lot of money on a mural. And in, three, in two and a half years, I outgrew this place to buy, to purchase an acre of land in a 4,000 square foot place. So this place is, is, it has a lot of sentimental value because of the mm-hmm. volume you're doing. We mm-hmm. did over a million dollars last year in a 1,500 mm-hmm. square foot place. Very proud of it. I couldn't do it without my staff. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm about empowering the people. I let my mm-hmm. staff do the beer ordering. I let them do the wine because I don't know nothing about gravity beer. I know about yeah. pizza, so... They love yeah. to do it. We sell it. Um, that has helped me a lot in vision. I, I believe in empowering the people and making careers for them. We give benefits. We give 401k. We give mm-hmm. paid vacation. And I make oh, yeah. a little less, but they want to be here. I, ha- I had three girls this spring break. Three girls go mm-hmm. on spring break to a mission trip. Like, I, I can't get mad when they're talking in the corner if they make a mistake. I mean, I have yeah. some of the greatest young kids. I always say it's People say, oh, the youth is horrible. It's not the youth. It's the people that raise them. And as business owners, as operators, it's our job while they're here to teach them a skill set, whether they can bring on in life 
or they can just keep for when they get older and remember. And that's what makes Valentina so successful is the people that work here and seeing how much they get out of when I win and caring about the place. Because the place is tiny. I mean, it's, yeah. it seats literally 42 people. Last night, we did a Make-A-Wish Foundation, and you couldn't get in from 4 o'clock to 7. Oh, couldn't wow. Get in. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that you did a so, Make-A-Wish. That's great. Uh, we work side by side with the Alabama chapter. Yeah. But I, I think you have to really – you have to be grounded. You have to be open-minded. Just because you're a world champion, just because you win, doesn't mean you're the greatest and know everything. You have mm-hmm. to be open minded. You have to be an octopus. Yeah. Doesn't mean you, you you have to take all that advice, but you have to be open minded and not be, you know. I just don't believe in that. That the model that it's working for me the last three years is the model I'm going with the rest of my life. Because the last twenty, who knew what I was doing? <laughs> I was coming in fiftieth and twentieth, and now I just went back to back. You know? Yeah. Um. But that, that's how uh, Valentina's came about. And my daughter's Valentina. She has a Guinness World Record. She wants to get into the pizza business. Oh, nice. She loves working here. Uh, she was here Saturday. She she works dishes and salad line. Mm-hmm. She's ready to get on the pizza line. She's done dishes for a oh, year. Oh, there she's you go. With that. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> earning her stripes, as we say. In fact, I, I, told, I told Paul's daughter that we're going to come up this summer and you guys got to teach her some secrets. She's only 10. She's yeah. got six years before she can beat, but yeah, you know, oh, with the Cataldo girls uh, teaching her, she's in good, good hands. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I'll, I'll leave you on one final question. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this wonderful 4,000 square foot uh, facility you're getting ready to go into. Like what, what's, what's that going to be and kind of, how are you getting ready for it? Uh, talking to a lot of people that have done the volume in that size restaurant in the industry, leaning on my world pizza champions, whether it's Mike Bosch, Nick Boaz, Tony Gemignani, you know, mm-hmm. all these guys, 150 seats. We're going to have a bourbon room. Oh, that I heard uh, about your bourbon room. <laughs> we, we're going to have an enclosed patio. So we'll always yeah. have the seats. Uh, yeah. We'll have heaters. I'm going to have like, an, I have another quarter acre next to it. So I'm going to make uh-huh. a s'mores pit. I'm going to make adult oh. games, you know. Yeah, and connect four where parents can come spend Mm -hmm. a couple hours they're not going to be camping out because we'll have the seats and then the Mm -hmm. kids can enjoy themselves and they're not going to want to leave they'll have more drinks Mm -hmm. more food um uh last year when i got back from vegas i got the call Mm -hmm. because i went to the bank and i was like yeah i'm gonna try it my friend said hey you gotta do it i said i'm done with investors he goes just i'll help you i said i don't want to help and the bank called me on good friday last year and they said you got it and then wow. I get back and I won and the bank called me again. We're going to increase like, the amount. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did to help me. They were like, that's we didn't know who you, we didn't know who you were. And I said, I'm nobody special. They said, well, you're the best pizza in Alabama. And yeah. it, it took on a life of its own. I mean, yeah. and, and now we're about four months uh, being completely done and, and I can't put Legos together. So I've leaned on my GM, <laughs> my bartender, yeah, my girlfriend. I just people for designing it. I didn't have mm-hmm. like a designer come in, but I had uh, one of the girls that works for me. She said to me, "Is this your forever place?" And I said, "I don't know." And I've been thinking about what she oh, said. And I, and I huh. said, "You know what? It is my forever place. I'm not, you know, looking to yeah. get a hundred places, you know. But it, it is my. It's it's a I quarter mile from my place. And if you're ever around, you got to come down and check it out. I'll send you guys some yeah. pictures. Absolutely. Uh, it's gonna have the same feel, the home feel." But it's yeah. just going to be able to service what we can't now. 
because that's yeah. our biggest our biggest struggle is ourself our biggest com- competition is ourself is our capacity because, yeah yeah that's exactly it wow. so i mean it's been a blessing and you know a lot of that is for the people go oh what's the pizza expo every year this is why i can get there because of the expo because mm-hmm. of the knowledge of people that have been there the mistakes they've made or the success they have yep you know, I, I can call so many people when I open and they're like, hey, you need to prep this. You're going to do this volume. You, you're on a different scale now. What you did on yeah. a Friday, you're, you're going to do on a Tuesday. And, wow. and I think that's important to have that vision, have that mm-hmm. mindset to be open minded. You know, not that, oh, I, I want I'm the best. I don't, I don't need help. Yeah. I don't believe I need help more than anybody every day. Yeah, I love that. All right. Well. Uh, you know, we're so proud of you and Thank and you. we we love the success that you've had and we can't wait to keep watching you. Do you have any final thoughts for your fellow pizzeria people out there in uh, in Pizza Today land? Yeah, don't give up when you're yeah. down to your last penny. Fight, fight every way possible. Call me. I can give you my story. I mean, I was literally down to nothing, hiding my car in the garage, making one pizza, driving three hours to Mississippi. Don't give up if it's love what you do. Don't give up. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and talk to people, get advice. Mm -hmm. The pizza industry is a big family, and Pizza Expo is one of the single greatest things every year I look forward to on Earth because there's always somebody that's been there, and there's always somebody that can help you and guide you. And and, and just humble yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help. I love that advice. That's amazing. We We can't go out any better than that wonderful piece of advice. All right. Well, good luck with your new place. We can't wait to see it opened. Appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you.